Paul's message to his scared fellow travelers. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are continuing on in our study of the book of Acts, hoping to finish sometime soon. Um, Today, we're going to move on um, in the book of Acts in chapter 27, verses 13 through 26. You'll remember the last time that we met, uh, Paul and his companions set sail for Rome, and there was some concern um, that they might run into uh, some trouble at sea uh, because they were expecting the weather might change. And in the next uh, several verses, we will see, in fact, it does change. Uh, but it gives rise to the occasion for Paul to speak to his fellow travelers and to encourage them to trust that God will see them through. So before we get into the word, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word and its message. We pray, Lord God, that you would teach and instruct us through it as we um, devote these moments to you, that we turn our hearts and our attention to you and to your words. Speak through it in a mighty way, Lord God, and we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, here is Acts 27, verses 13 through 26. Now, when the south wind blew gently, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, they weighed anchor and sailed along Crete, close to the shore. But soon a tempestuous wind called the Northeaster struck down from the land, and when the ship was caught and could not face the wind, we gave way to it and were driven along. Running under the lee of a small island called Cauda, we managed with difficulty to secure the ship's boat. After hoisting it up, they used supports to undergird the ship. Then fearing that they would run aground on the Sirtis, they lowered the gear, and thus they were driven along. Since we were violently storm-tossed, they began the next day to jettison the cargo. And on the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope of our being saved was at last abandoned. Since they had been without food for a long time, Paul stood up among them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and not have set sail from Crete and incurred this injury and loss. Yet now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For this very night there stood before me an angel of God, to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar, and behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have been told. But we must run aground on some island." So Paul had warned them before they initially set out, and we read about that, um, them setting sail in chapter 27, verses 1 through 12. And now we see that they did, in fact, uh, run into the difficulty and the trouble that Paul anticipated they might run into. And as the story continues, you can see from the language that Luke uses in retelling this account that this was a terrible storm. And it was days upon days of such terrible weather that it seemed as though they couldn't see the sun or the stars. The clouds were darkened with 
the mighty terror of this storm. Uh, and so the, the skies seemed dark. They were dark with clouds. And we've all been in one of those ominous stores, storms where the sky fills with the darkest, most gray and ominous clouds you could imagine. And you know a bad storm is coming. The only thing you don't know is how long it's going to last. And so uh, Luke tells us that there were many days in the midst of this storm. And he uh, said, no small tempest lay on us. Uh, to the point where they had given up all hope of being saved. Um, so Paul, in the midst of this all, has a vision uh, of an angel who comes to uh, bring a message to him. And he encourages the men that this angel is a messenger of the God that he worships, the God that he knows, uh, the God that he trusts. And this message, this angel messenger tells Paul that he will stand to testify in front of Caesar and that there will be no loss of life uh, among the people that he is sailing with. So Paul recounts this experience to the men as a way of encouraging them um, to say, God has us in the palm of his hand. We will be protected. We are going to make it. I have faith that it will be exactly as God has said. Um, but then he ends this chapter by saying, but we must run aground on some island. In other words, we got to get to land. So let's just make it our objective to get to land so that we can uh, get food and get protection and uh, get um, uh, regrouped so that we can prepare uh, for the completion of our journey when weather improves and will allow us to do so. Um, now, this storm is in a very specific situation with very specific people on a very specific mission, but it is much like all of the storms that erupt in life. They kind of come out of nowhere, and you might have the sense that uh, something is, is coming and you just can't put a finger on it, and then uh, the moment arrives when uh, the storm erupts. Maybe it's a health issue. Maybe one of your relationships unravels. Maybe a job that you had depended on so greatly uh, starts to feel um, kind of wobbly and you wonder if you're going to be there much longer, if you'll be able to sustain your family with the income that you need and all of these things. And these storms erupt and they're terrifying because in the midst of the storm, we don't see a way out. We can't see clearly through the clouds. And we begin to lose hope so quickly. And so much like the journey that they're having in an actual storm, the storms that we experience uh, can be just as terrifying. And we need that message of hope and we need that message of peace and promise from the Lord in the midst of those storms to remind us that, yes, the waves are crashing against the side of our life. The, 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 the wind is blowing and it's howling against us, but our God is faithful and steady and he will see us through. And, and even in the midst of this storm, God has a plan and God will use this challenge. He will use this struggle for our good and for his glory. And so even in the midst of Paul's storm, I'm reminded that storms come and we have to brace for them. And then often it's on the other side of the storm that we see what God was doing, how he was positioning us uh, for deeper trust and for um, uh, a movement in our lives toward that thing 
that is his best for us. Um, uh, but yet the storm can be so scary. And so, my friends, uh, maybe some of you are going through a storm today, and I want to remind you that God will be the steady, reliable um, point on the horizon for you as you're feeling that storm beating against your life. Um, God is there, and He will see you through, and God will show you His purpose in allowing the storm to come, and and he will be faithful and true to you through the storm if you'll allow him to be. And so uh, thank you, my friends, for uh, joining us today. Hope this has been of uh, benefit and blessing to you. And we'll get back at it again real soon. God bless.